Hi, my name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the co-owner and creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about how to have the what are we conversation with a dismissive avoidant. So this is something I've been asked so many times. I decided to just make a video series to address this. Um, I get asked this inside of the school. I get that, asked this over emails sent to our team. I get asked this sort of everywhere. So I'm going to break this down in terms of some of the really important focuses to have. And I'll give you a bit of sort of a, a, a very long version script of something you can say to sort of introduce the conversation and explain a few of the key points and why they matter. Um, so before I dive into all of this, we are still doing our Black Friday sale. We only have a couple of days left, so check that out. And I'll put a link in the description box below to this. So first and foremost, if you are going to have a what are we conversation with anybody, I want you to take note that your focus is you have needs. You have a trajectory that you want to move along as a human being. And if somebody's not on the same page, you want to know that so that you can move on, right? If you're not going to get your needs met from a dynamic, if you're going to feel disempowered, if you're going to feel unhappy, if you're going to feel like you're waiting, you have to be able to make sure that you have that information so that you can move in a different direction. And that's really, really important in order to honor the relationship to yourself. So it's not your job, first and foremost, when you're having this conversation or you want to open up and and have the dialogue around it. It's not your job to contort yourself around to try to walk on eggshells and meet somebody else's needs, because ultimately that's only going to leave you feeling really disempowered. What your job is, your first job, there's a few points in here. Your first job is to get really clear about what you want and what a fair timeline is for you. Like if you want to be in a relationship and that's important to you and that's something you're looking for, maybe you go, okay, I'm happy to be in a relationship in the next like three to six months. I'm really interested in this person. I'm okay to be patient. That's fine. But if you're thinking, you know, I would like to ultimately have a monogamous relationship and you're with somebody who seems like that's very open-ended and they're not going to be able to give it to you anytime soon, then your best option is going to be to get that information, get clear, get that feedback, and then make a decision with the information or feedback you receive so that you can move on and you can give yourself an opportunity to, to find happiness in another relationship if that is something you are desiring. So your first job is to get really clear about what you need. Your second job is to also at the same time, while I say that, to take into consideration that everybody has different subconscious programming. So we have these courses inside the school and they go through the life cycle of a relationship in each of the six stages. And I have some videos on this channel about this as well. And we talk about how everybody has different programs and because of those, it impacts the way that they move through each of the six stages of a relationship life cycle. So for example, you'll often find anxiously attached people want to get into a relationship usually before the first two months versus dismissive avoidance, especially more extreme dismissive avoidance, often want to wait up to six months of dating and sometimes even longer. And so, you know, we have to take into consideration somebody else's programming and be mindful of that. But these two things are not mutually exclusive. It doesn't mean like, you know, your needs or theirs. It means like you have to find a balance between the two without abandoning yourself. And what this is going to require is a really clear conversation that needs to be had. So, so you might start, for example, by saying something like, hey, 
I came into this relationship dynamic that we have without any kind of clear intention, but lately I've been reflecting a lot more and I decided I do want to see where this goes and, and move towards something more serious in a relationship. And this doesn't have to be immediate, but I want to honor my needs and make sure that we can be on the same page at some point because I want to be fair to my own time. Is this something you see yourself being open to? And so by having that conversation, you, you make room for feedback so that you don't end up wasting your own time. And so that that person, if they're really not looking for a relationship, doesn't have to go through, you know, an extra pain point of a breakup if it's not going to work anyway. So it's, it's a fair dialogue to have. And I know a lot of people have this fear of like, what if I appear needy? What if I appear... The only way you're not going to appear needy in some form is if you're actually honoring yourself, if you're actually honoring your own needs, your own boundaries, what you want. And if you come in fully clear about that without pressuring, just saying like, listen, I need the feedback because I have to be fair to my own time, then the neediness isn't going to be there. Okay. So sometimes we can be afraid of the answer that we're going to get. Sometimes we can be afraid of the change in the dynamic, but ultimately if this is a place you're at in a relationship, if you've been dating somebody for months and you are like really trying to move in the next direction and you need that feedback, you can't abandon yourself by just leaving those needs at the door, right? So it's really important to be able to open it. And your fifth main thing in here is to not personalize any output of the experience. It doesn't, if somebody says they don't want to be in a romantic relationship or they don't jump at the thought of it, it doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It doesn't mean you're not worthy. It means somebody else has a different set of subconscious personality needs, subconscious fears and belief patterns, and they have their own paradigm and they have different motivations for different things. It doesn't define your worth in this experience. And so you want to honor your time, be aware of that, open the dialogue, get the feedback, and then you have the appropriate amount of information to decide how you would like to proceed. So I hope that makes sense. Um, this is a really important topic, honestly, um, especially because it has so much to do with honoring the relationship to ourselves. So stay tuned for the next part of the series where, where I will talk about this for the fearful avoidant, the anxiously attached, and the secure. Thank you so much for watching and for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're getting a lot of value out of this channel. And I will see you in the next video.